Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, and welcome to Supergirl TV Talk, the podcast devoted to the CBS TV show Supergirl. I'm Frank, and with me, as always, is the most dangerous escaped convict from Fort Roz, Tim. It's a good intro. I like that. <laughs> I'm the most dangerous escapee, huh? Yeah, All right. Well, yeah. my first act as escaping Uh-oh. is um, got a podcast with you. So, oh, you know. Wow, that was the ICU. You dangerous me there, pastime. Right? I know. Mm. Yeah. Um, that was that was okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that was going to be that a little was... more like the stakes would be higher there. Wait, but you don't know what's going to happen in the midst of this podcast. Yes, I, I, I guess I don't. Yeah. yeah, well, we'll we'll have to see. Um, I will tell you this: um, we have some great follow up from our listeners. Oh, yes, good. Um, yeah, I mean, we thank you guys so much for listening to episode, our first, you know, real episode last week um, about the pilot, and and this week we are back for stronger together episode two, Supergirl. We are stronger. Sing it. Than yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. I had a couple of different songs running through my head. I like where you went with that, though. Thank you. That's good. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So a lot of emails, um, you know, so many, uh, some about about last week's episode. Um, I think uh, we should kind of clear out the mailbag. You know, we still can't, we don't have time to read all of them, but thank you all so much. Um, if you want to hear your uh, feedback right on the show, supergirltvtalk at gmail.com. Um, first one from listener Tim, not you, different Tim. Uh, oh, Tim. didn't send you an email. To you our did own show. not. All right. Um, Tim wrote to say he enjoyed our interview with Helen Slater, um, adding that she made him a Supergirl fan back in 1984. Um, and he's been waiting for this show, Supergirl show, for 31 years. Oh. Since, uh, since Helen Slater graced sc- gray screen. So, That's uh, awesome. Yeah, pretty cool that, like, you know, he's been a fan since, since way back. Um, of our podcast, I mean, since since 31 years ago, before we even had a podcast. Wow. You know, like, that's a super fan, to it really is... like our podcast before it even existed. I Before I existed. Yeah. Before you existed. That's true. That is before true. this whole universe. No, yeah. that's not right. No, no. but seriously, thanks, Tim. Uh, we had a blast talking to Helen Slater, and, and we were glad you appreciated we it. Did. So, um Red 5 wrote in. Red 5 standing Say by. Bye. Good. Yes. Uh, he had some follow-up on last week's podcast. Um, we were talking about, um, you know, why didn't Alex, uh, why was Alex upset that Kara revealed herself and the DEO came after her and everything? Like, why was she so upset about it, right? Right. Um, he thinks the reason Alex didn't want Kara to reveal herself was because the DEO knew that the Fort Ross villains would seek revenge on Allura's daughter um, oh, once yeah. once they knew she was alive. So kind of exposing herself, and now she's kind of, you know, opening Pandora's box, Pandora's mm-hmm. box being Fort Ross. Um but he did add that you'd think they would have figured out by now more creative ways to spend their time, uh, you know, after escaping the Phantom Zone. Presumably they've, they've been here a while um, since she got here, and only now are they coming out of the woodwork. So that is... that is. Are they only... Now, see, this is interesting. Are they only now coming out of the woodwork, or this is really just... Kara is the... Like, she is the audience, like, the audience at the same time. So is she... Are, are they really coming out of the woodwork? So they've been out there... Just, we because I would argue that, yeah, because su- maybe Superman has fought a couple of them. Okay, that's a fair or question. Because the DEO isn't f- newly formed, right? Right, they, no, absolutely Yeah, not. they're yeah. already hunting them, so maybe they're not newly coming out of the world. Okay, work. that's an interesting interesting point. Um and and maybe it has something to do with Astra though. Like maybe if they are coming out of the woodwork, maybe it's Astra doing something, uh, you know, pulling strings behind the scenes. That's that true. is, and that was also Red Five's uh, point was maybe maybe Astra has something to do with that. So. Oh. Good point. That's Could right. go either way. Yeah, but that's, you may you raise an interesting point there, where where it, they might have just been around all this time, but it's only the dots are only being connected now as to like they're all from Fort Ross, right? Could okay. be cool. 
Uh, Justin in Fresno, California, crunched some numbers for us. We were talking about Kara's age, ah, Superman's good. age. Um, he thinks Kara is around 26, and mm-hmm. Superman is around 38. Um, so let's follow his logic here. Respectable ages. Yep. Yeah. So Cal and Kara both leave at the same time. Yep. Right? Uh, Kara is about 13. Mm-hmm. Cal is no more than one year old, right? Right. At, at most. Um, so Kara gets trapped in the Phantom Zone for 24 years without aging. Mm-hmm. Um, without aging, that's key. Um, but Cal gets to Earth and ages those 24 years. Okay. So now he's like 24, 25. Because he's okay. aged yep. at 24 years, right? right? Okay. Okay. Uh, by the time she gets to Earth, she's still 13. But now he's 25-ish. Okay. Right. Um, so now we fast forward another 13 years to the present day. So now she's 26. Mm-hmm. And add 13 to his 25. And now he's 38. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. If you really want to count age, like like true age, she's been alive for, you know, 40-some-odd years because 24 years right. without aging. Right, right, right. But, but in terms of where she I, – I wouldn't count it that way because she doesn't have 40 – seven years or whatever it is of like experience, experience. she was right. asleep for 24 of them so yeah. it's like it didn't happen I'll say she didn't mature over that time she didn't grow you know so she um I think that that's good and that actually in its own way explains i mean from a i guess from a storytelling standpoint but then even from a from a um, company standpoint yeah that you don't in the pilot you don't see superman's face you know it's just that yes. he's shrouded in shadow with yes. the, with it, he's backlit um and so but if it's been 13 years since yeah. that moment where he rescues her, mm. it, he wouldn't really look that way anymore. So, yeah. he, you know, so he'd look a little older. And so not too much because they age slower, but True. old enough that maybe you would cast a little bit mm-hmm. of an older actor if Superman was ever to True. show up. True. That is a very good point. Mm. It also explains why his wrists were so skinny. It does. <laughs> he was a little he baby did Superman. Have, he, did, he did have skinny wrists. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but thank you, uh, Justin, for, for sending us that. Um uh, Garan writes, I feel as though we just witnessed the beginning of a new era. So many little girls and even some little boys just found someone incredible to look up to. The show is everything that it needed to be, and it was incredible. Uh, thrilled beyond words by how this pilot turned out. We agree. Mm-hmm, indeed. Uh, I don't want to speak for you, Tim, but uh, I think we both agree. Oh, you could. You speak for me quite frequently, Frank. <laughs> the, when the, I want to call out to work, hmm. I call you to call in that for me. You works. speak for me. Yeah. Um, Luke asks, why Kryptonese... Like what instead of Kryptonian? Mm-hmm. Why did they just do it to be different or or what? I actually wrote back to Luke because I, I did look it up real quick. Um, so the word Kryptonese actually was the original name for the language going back oh. uh, to the seventies. Okay. Um, e. Nelson Bridwell, the the comics writer, um, coined that term and came up with like a, a fake Kryptonese uh, written language. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was used even for, for a while, like with the John Byrne reboot and everything. Yep. And then in the 90s and 2000s, they they switched to what is now like the Kryptonian alphabet, that mm-hmm. everything is like a one-for-one, one, uh, right, uh, you know, analog to, to the English alphabet. Uh, and then they started calling it Kryptonian. But Kryptonese is like a historical... Historically original... Yeah, so so there is some history to it. It's not like they made it up for the show. It I, I had heard it in the well, I had heard yeah. it in comics before. That's yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Um, so that's interesting. I think it very much depends on the writer who who wants to use yes. which term. Um, a, a lot of fans nowadays use the Kryptonian. word Kryptonian, or some of them use Kryptonian to mean the people and Kryptonese to mean the language. Right. That's how I'm taking it. Yeah. 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 Uh, because I think they've said Kryptonian they in, have, for, yeah. in other applications in the show. They have. Um, but Kryptonese, she said that one time for... for That's right. Yeah. Um, so that was interesting. Um, good uh, good question, Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, Luke, if you ever find your father, let us know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, one last one for today. Uh, Corinne wrote us a really beautiful email, uh, and it was she said some really great things. Um, I really wanted to highlight. She says she was she was worried coming into the pilot because she felt that the Kara of recent comics wasn't really her Kara. Was kind of lacking the mm-hmm. hope and compassion she likes to see in the character. And then she says the six minute trailer we saw back in like what May, mm-hmm. um, the six minute trailer brought her to tears and she was totally sold on it. She was excited about Melissa Benoist. And she goes on to say, Melissa Benoist is perfect and I could not see anyone else doing any better on than she is. This is my Kara again, the one I've been missing for the last few years. This is the Kara that, that Sterling Gates captured so well in his run on the character and the title, uh, the Kara that Paul Kupperberg molded into a brilliant independent young woman the car that marv wolfman made me fall in love with all those many years ago yeah. so that was just so you know really beautiful and touching mm-hmm. um that corinne has such a, a attachment to the character it's so great. yeah it's yeah great. glad that the show fulfilled exactly because nothing hurts more than watching some of your favorite characters just get decimated exactly on yeah seeing something you're really excited for and then it just doesn't live up to your expectations right um and there's nothing more exciting than having it live up to those expectations mm-hmm. so um, thanks, Corinne. Thanks to all of you guys um, for your for your emails. Uh, you know, major shout out to, to all of you who who wrote in, and uh, we'll read more next week. Uh, we we do read every email that you send us. Um, sure do. We just we just can't always read them all on the show. Uh, but thank you so much for for writing in, and please keep writing in. You know, just because we we maybe didn't read your email this week doesn't mean we won't read one next week. So um, please keep at it. Um, again, you send your thoughts to SupergirlTVTalk at gmail dot com if you want to hear your emails read on the show, and uh, we appreciate it so so much. Indeed. Uh, you want to talk some quick news, real? Uh... Uh, yeah, tell me some news. All right, you know me. <laughs> I do. Yeah. So, so you do know that uh, Supergirl premiered as the number one new show of the fall. I did hear last such week. things. I heard yes, some rumblings yes. about this. In yes. The, the little hallways. Sixteen million viewers. That's excellent. It totally it it crushed like all the other competition for the night. Uh, amazing ratings. Supergirl crush. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. amazing. It's awesome. Um, I remember going back. I mean, th- this you know this will happen right where where um, the. Uh, Ratings will be amazing uh, right out the gate. I remember Heroes when it first premiered, the first season of Heroes. Mm-hmm. Got like 14, 15 million viewers, and that was also, you know, like amazing. Um, and that show did quite well for, for quite a while there. Um, yeah. This week, it did, it did yeah. you know, we're as, let as it, we're recording. Let us not bestow the, the finality of Heroes on. <laughs> well, it came so. back. It yeah it's, it's back. back yeah it's there I'm liking it I'm it's good gave up but that's another, awesome. that's I love it that's but anyway podcast. that's another yeah. podcast uh, listen to other podcasts for that but um yeah the uh, the this week's ratings were took took a, took a bit of a dip it's around around eight million um, we haven't seen the live plus DVR yet mm-hmm. so uh, hopefully that'll they're, they're saying that's going to be a pretty big boost um, but still respectable it was second place uh, for the night with episode two stronger together so um, get tied with blind spot. I, I yeah, t- I, I think I, it lost out that slightly. It, oh, okay. That's what I saw. I saw a tie, but okay. it was a comic book news site, and so maybe it was a little okay. slanted. I, I just looked at like Zap Two. It's like TV ratings grid. Got it. Um, and it was it was a, that makes more a sense. close a close second. Yeah, a close second. Um, but yeah, so so incredible numbers. We have to keep it going. And so on that note. Um, you know, right now the show is picked up for thirteen episodes. Right, right. So, um, which is pretty standard. You get your thirteen episode pickup uh, after the after the pilot. In this case, it was thirteen episode order before the pilot even aired. Um, mm-hmm. And we're trying to get the the back nine, right? Nine more episodes, right? Um, that bring the total up to twenty two. But in order to do that, 
um, we need the ratings need to be there, right? CBS needs to feel like the ratings are there and this show is got staying power um, and it's sticking around. So the ways we can do that is, um, you know, watching the show helps. It is, you know, in particular, it helps if you're a a Nielsen family, right? Because that's that's where the ratings actually come right. from. But um, even if you're not, you know, watch the show and 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 tweet about it to drum support and tell other people about it. Uh, you know, buy the season passes on iTunes and places like that. Mm-hmm. Um, pay, paying for it, watching it uh, in in uh, ways where you're actually watching the ads, especially if you DVR it and you and you watch the ads, or you watch it the next day on CBS All Access or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, make sure that you're you're actually not like skipping ads and, and stuff so like that, especially in DVRs. Because that does make a difference. Um, if you're watching within the first 24, 48 hours after it airs and you watch all the ads, that, that especially helps. So we, we want to make sure we get the full 22-episode pickup. Do you know how this works? So I I usually wait about 30 seconds mm-hmm. and then start playing it as my recorded DVR. And then I fast-forward to like to like to the live section, but I'm still on the DVR. Does that count as a DVR recording? Uh, I think it counts. I'm not sure that I, that probably counts for lot. Let's lie. No, actually, no. That would be that would definitely count as, as DVR because you're not a, a, a Nielsen family, right. so they don't know what your live right they performance don't know what my live is. Performances. Right. right. Yeah. Aha. Yeah. There you go. System tricks. System. Yeah. So. Maybe. So. Yeah. But. But know. they can. I, I'm not sure if it, with DVR. In fact, if someone does know, please let us know because I, I was trying to find a, a solid answer on this, but I couldn't find it. I, I'm not sure if DVR numbers count if you're a Nielsen family or not and it's it should be a surprisingly simple question but I was not able to find a solid answer online so let me know I think Hollywood is simple Frank I know um Let's uh, talk about somebody awesome. This episode of Supergirl TV Talk is brought to you in part by Supergirl.tv. It's the web's destination for all the news, rumors, and even spoilers for Supergirl itself. Uh, It's one of our top sources for up-to-the-minute Supergirl news, and we think you'll love it, too. Visit the site to learn and stay up to date on everything happening with the show, including interviews and TV appearances with the cast. Um, They were just on the talk on CBS uh, earlier this week, and and we saw that on Supergirl.tv. Um, there's also casting rumors and news and episode image galleries are going up every week as the new episodes come out. CBS is releasing these image galleries. Supergirl.tv is quick to be posting them. And of course, there's also spoilers about pivotal plot points and what's coming up next. Um, best of all, Supergirl.tv is advertisement free. It's by fans. It's for fans. It's a labor of love. All fans are also welcome to come by and join the live chat and the forum communities. Great places to, to geek out with your Supergirl friends. Uh, plus, follow the site on Twitter at Supergirl.tv site for some great up-to-the-minute up to updates no matter where you are, no matter when. And uh, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a great community to be part of. We're really proud to be part of it. Thank you to Supergirl.tv for sponsoring this episode of Supergirl TV Talk. So, do we have an episode to cover? Do we? We do. Uh, I it's, watched it. It's, 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 you watched it too? I did. Oh, man. It's, all, you know, it's, like, it's so funny. We've been doing this podcast since January, and here we are finally. And we have like an actual show to talk about, and it's like, oh man, it's only the second time we've been doing it for so long. But it's only the second time we actually have you know, an episode so to had, talk about. I had the thought when I was watching it yesterday. I was like, wow, this is like new footage. Yeah, of, <laughs> yeah. Like I'm seeing her do different things this than so I've weird. seen for the past year. We're not just watching the same shot of her like taking off and jumping right, off the building. Exactly. And, yeah, yeah, it was a little like, oh, so this is like real now. It's yeah, weird. yeah it's weird. I've never had a reaction quite like that yeah. in a show before, where I'm like, so I'm watching this character. <laughs> Do different, different things. things. <laughs> right. That was 
Yeah. Yeah. You don't even get that in a movie sometimes. It's true, isn't it? Because even with like a, you know, different directors come in, aesthetic trial, aesthetic styles change, yeah, all yeah, this yeah. stuff. But when you're watching a TV show, it's pretty much consistent all the way through. And so I was kind of like, hey, this is like a, a thing that's happening. <laughs> all right. I was watching it with my friend and he was like, yeah, obviously it's a thing that's happening. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, well, whatever. You. I just yeah. watched those trailers so many times. Yep. Uh, so we start one week since since Supergirl kind of came out to the world, mm-hmm. right? It's one week later. Um, and she is being tested by the DEO. Yeah, it's cool. Um, it's cool. It's not because she's a woman. It's not because no. she's a woman. Nope. because she's an you. alien. Thank you, Hank. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. So I did, before we go in, so I have a tally at the Italian. top, I have a tally at the top of. I thought you were going to say you have Italian, and I was like, I'm not really hungry. We just ate, but thank you. Yeah, <laughs> there's still some in my fridge. Oh, okay. Um, so I have, I have a tally of all the times we get Superman related things. Oh, and I tally. Oh, it did off. you really? Because yeah, because last because last week it was like, okay, you said it. You said now I know the show's about Supergirl, but I just like it feels weird when you're dodging around something when it's just like yeah, hey, my cousin when it's just and like him, the elephant the in the room. Blue. It's the elephant in the room, and so this week they completely pointed out the elephant in the room. Yeah, and they did it a lot, a lot. Yeah, it was almost like you're saying his name quite a bit. Like <laughs> now I've gone the opposite direction, and I'm like it's a little too much. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like shows about Supergirl. People are like let's pick it up. <laughs> I mean, she keeps saying like this is my story. Like yeah. come on. Like yeah. So so I got uh one. One tick for Man of Steel. Okay. Uh, right. That's one right. tick for Clark Kent, which yes. is very exciting. Very exciting. Very exciting. And I've got seven ticks for Superman. <laughs> they actually said Superman. Yeah, they said seven Superman times. seven times. Wow. Mm-hmm. Any, like, uh, I don't remember. Did they say, like, the big guy or the other guy? Or, yeah, uh, they said the cousins. And Cous- yeah, right, right, right. The only right, time right. I heard anything other than that, I think your friend in blue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that's right. um, and then the Man of Steel. Right. And Lois Lane. They said Lois Lane, too. Did they? I missed yeah. that. Oh, I totally missed that. Yeah, Cat Grant said Clark Kent, Lois Lane. Would have Perry White. She said Perry White too. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, so let's go back to the episode. Good stuff. Good. Good telly. Yeah. And so she broke the she broke the sound barrier. Sound barrier, which is super exciting. Mm -hmm. And my first reaction was, "Up, somebody's got to pay for that." (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) The broken glass. It's like an adult reaction. But it's a DEO. It's it's a government agency. Whatever. I'm sure they're loaded in money. Yeah. As is the government. Right. Right. Then no, we pay for it. Not. Yep. Right. Um, <laughs> I'd say the visual effects. For. I, I mean, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. just kidding. That's tax evasion. Um, just kidding. The visual effects are way better. I feel like right out, like especially the flying effects. You thought they were better this week? Yes, yes, I did. Even with like, even with like stopping the plane and all that stuff. Uh, I'm not saying that they did cooler things. I'm saying that the effects when there, when there were effects, they looked better. Oh, interesting. They look more realistic. Oh. The flying in particular, I noticed, because like last week, I feel like she would just always look like she was hanging from wires. Like it was, it was kind of conspicuous in a lot of, on a lot like close up shots of her and stuff. I was like, it's just, yeah, I can oh, like, see, see the wire work. See, that's funny because this episode was one, especially at the beginning, I felt like you could see a bunch of, like, I just felt. You like, could feel it. I could okay, feel it. Interesting. As the episode went on, I felt it less. Okay. But I mean, like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, she is hanging from wires. I mean, she is. Yeah, and there was a moment it's later a that I show. that was obvious, yeah. but yeah. Um, and she's already answering, like she's answering to Supergirl, right? She does that exchange with Henshaw where she's like, mm-hmm. "I do answer to Supergirl," you know. Um, and I like that the when she like leaves the DEO because she hears about the fire, 
and it's like a routine thing, right? She's like, oh, they're like, oh, there's a fire. You got to go answer it. She's like, all right, cool. Like it's it's she's in the hero thing already. Yeah, faster than you've ever seen like Superman do it. God knows, Smallville took us ten years before he even ripped the shirt. Right. Um. You know, even Flash. I feel like took a couple episodes to get like to the point where he was doing routine. Well, he wasn't even calls. he wasn't even called the Flash for the first couple That's right. episodes. If That's you right. Remember? Yeah. I mean, it took four years for the Green Arrow to be called the Green Arrow yeah. on Arrow. And That's it took true. About four or five episodes for Flash to be called Flash, and now we're just in. It's one. It's Supergirl. Yeah, done. You're dealing with it. Let's go. It's like I yeah. mean, it's like the Berlanti way is just like jump right in. Mm-hmm. Let's just do it. And he's getting quicker but he's and quicker, getting quicker every single with time. each of them. Yeah, the team forms faster. The names yes. come yeah. faster. The outfit comes faster. Like it's all. It's all very quick. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Because that's really what people want to see, too. Right. I, I watched 10 years of Smallville for him to get a suit, and I didn't even see him in the whole stupid thing. That's so, true, yeah. You know, like, none of that nonsense. Yeah. So, um, so I like this idea that this episode is about Supergirl failing yes. all, all over the place. Yes. Um, that... I, I like that aspect of, like, yes, she's out of the, she's out of the gate, but she's not exactly what she is. So the, the symbol on her chest, somebody says later that, you know... The symbol means something. It might be Jimmy James. I can't remember. Um, but there's something about like the symbol meaning something. And maybe she's not ready to wear it. Oh, it's Cat oh, Grant. Cat Grant says yes. it. she's not ready to wear it. I actually yeah. wrote down. I says. Uh, I said Supergirl fails learning curve, and then later in the like a half an hour later, Cat Grant's like she's it's a learning, it's a learning curve. curve. And she I was like, words. Yes, that's right. Me and Cat Grant. That's right. Hanging yeah. out. Yeah, my buddy. Themes in this episode, mm-hmm. like like the title itself was said a couple of times. Stronger yep. together. Yep. Ding, take a drink. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but really the theme of the episode was you can't do it alone. Sometimes you need help. And it's okay. She said on Krypton, it's honorable to ask for help, you know, and it's mm-hmm. it's it's okay to, to want help. So it's like convenient the that way that planet sees right? it as the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but think about like and that and that was that was apparent throughout. Like she is trying to do it alone and she's failing and she's not mastering her powers, right? She tries to blow out the fire and makes it worse, and then she causes an oil spill and all this stuff. Um, whenever she tries to do it alone, she she messes up. Mm-hmm. But when she brings in Jimmy and Wynn, you know, then she has a team behind her, and it's it's a team effort, and she's able to succeed because mm-hmm. she's asking for help where she needs it. Right, it's good. So that and that's just one of the. I mean, we'll cover more, but that's just one of the many places. Indeed, we got Maxwell Lord. I uh, yes, we did. Did we? Yes, we did. I have something before that, but it's okay. okay. Cool. No, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Maxwell Lord, because it's in the same scene, doesn't really matter. Uh, yeah, I mean, just just a quick a quick uh, cameo by him. We're going to see more of him later in the season, I believe. Right. But um, that was one place said Superman, by the way. Oh, that's right. You're right. Yes, he was talking Superman, about all the. He said Superman. So the onslaught of like alien violence in Metropolis. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. And so that was cool to see him, kind of Maxwell Lordy. You know, Maxwell Lord. Used Lording to be it caught, over yeah. us. Comics. He was the founder of Justice League International, right. um, and then he was a great. He was a good guy for decades, decades. Um, and then he ended up being a bad guy. Womp womp. So we'll see where they take him. Powers. So we'll see where that goes. I did write in here when in a comic book. Most of the time, when you see someone show up and they they say Maxwell Lord cleans up this or you know yeah, yeah. humanitarian humanitarian equals evil yes like humanitarians <laughs> are always evil it's so in true. comic books because Lex Luthor's a humanitarian right you can never trust the humanitarians right. right you never see Bruce Wayne being like yeah you know I'm just clean up the oil like no he's no. a billionaire playboy who's like everyone thinks he's a jerk they it's write a, him off right and sometimes he gives to charity and all that stuff but it's sure. not like his but main it's shtick it's quietly right and that's the trick. 
that's that's where they trick you. Um, it's always the opposite with the villains, right? They they act good when they're bad, and they act the wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, yeah. but even like Bruce Wayne, like acts like he's like an immature like idiot with a different, you know, he just goes to parties with like a different girl on his arm every night. Um, and right. he seems like you, he does it to be like inconspicuous, like oh whatever. He's just like the billionaire, he's you know, heir to the to the Wayne fortune, right? Um, but really, he's Batman, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. So Lord probably doing a little bit of deception there, indeed. Subterfuge, if you will. Subterfuge. Um, I guarantee you that's going to be the name of an episode sometime in this series. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I want to go back for a second. Cat Grant is talking about Supergirl, whether she's a miracle or a menace. Yeah. And she goes on this big rant, and this is like the, you know, like, you know, maybe she should just leave because she's not doing it right, and blah, 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 this whole big thing. Cat Grant is the J. Jonah Jameson to Supergirl Spider-Man. Yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah that's good. And, yeah, she even the, it's the menace part that really, it yes, me menace, more than yeah. it was the menace part that, you know, J. Jonah Jameson says, oh, Spider-Man's a menace, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And my friend pointed out to me yesterday, now, J. Jonah Jameson, despite all evidence to the contrary, he still says that Spider-Man's a villain, even though we know he's a he- to be a hero. Right, right. And that's where the difference lies, which is true. Um, but I th- I thought for more for this particular episode, like, she is still helping and trying to save people. Like, she did put out the fire, and... Yeah, she's doing good. Yeah. And, and Cat Grant sees that. Right. She doesn't think she's, like, evil or anything, but she just... In fact, she was even... She was... She was talking about her in a motherly way. It's interesting. Yeah. Christopher Lockhart really stepped it up this, uh, yeah, this episode. Yeah. Did you notice that? There, like, she was, I don't want to say cartoonish, or she was kind of hamming it a bit in the pilot, uh-huh. um, but she kind of toned it back for this episode. Yeah, she was more, yeah, she had more to work with. Yes, that I also agree with. Better she, stuff to work with, she too. She did have better stuff and more to work with. Because that was exposition, that was exta- establishing the character, now we're, like, getting into it finally, and we're starting to, like, see the, you know, the, the depth of the character, and not mm-hmm. just sort of, like, on the surface, like, well, I'm, whatever, I'm just, I pout about everything, I, nothing's ever good enough, now it's like, oh, I wish I didn't have breakfast with Ruth Bader Ginsburg and get drunk at 9am. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. Um, so going going back again to that, and we're still in that scene, and she wants an interview with Supergirl. That's yeah, like her big thing for the episode. I want to think, you know, I want an interview with Supergirl. So that because the planet is scooping stuff, because they're also putting her on the cover. Uh, they're putting her on the cover of the newspaper, so that's scooping. Right, stuff. right, right. So that being said, she goes to she goes to James, and she says, you know. Next time you bro like you bro hang with your boy in yes, blue. Yes, and yes, my yes. first thought was Superman's bro Jimmy Olsen. I yes, called we it, said it. it I said it. Yes. It was right there. Yeah. Superman's bro. You know, and he had a, nice, a couple of nice things to do this episode too. He had some turmoil. You know, you know, this is his job. He's supposed to be starting new, but he's just basically doing the same thing that he was doing with Superman with Supergirl. He's doing it all over again. He's living in the shadow of a hero again. Yep, it's good. No, that was a really nice thing. We can get into that a little bit later. Um, and so I thought there was a good explanation from James why glasses work. Yes, I like that yeah. too. Um, still doesn't explain why she has always worn glasses. Um, True. True, it doesn't. But but I did like the like people don't don't believe they're going to see a hero That's in right. everyday life. Well, I keep saying that when when, I, when anybody says like, well, well, it's so unbelievable, you know, it's like, well, it's like when you walk by a celebrity, like if that ever ha- like you don't. Your it's first true. thought is, is that 
is that is it no is it maybe it is right. you know what i mean like right. that's just you're not quite sure because you don't expect to see them right next to you and right right you know yeah especially yeah. if they look slightly different especially if they look slightly different right. you're just not looking for it you mm-hmm. have other concerns in your life than looking for it right right that said like it it is like like i'm listen i'm superman fan number one i've been, I've been watching since i was three years old you know, it's still kind of like when you do see the celebrity on the street, you're like, is that like you do question it. Mm-hmm. But no one ever, ever questions like, wait, is this this kind of looks like Superman. This kind of looks like Supergirl. Um, so so you have to take that. You have to take that, that what you're saying mm-hmm. and add that to this is a show about flying people. Right. <laughs> yeah. Let's just like 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 take the, like what you said, I think, is a good explanation. And, and what Jimmy said, James said, is a good explanation. And you just have to add to it a little element of. This is a show about flying people. I can believe that glasses are a good disguise in this world. Yep, I agree. Um, well, this is the th- I think I've said this on this podcast before, or maybe I've said it on Beer with Geeks. I can't quite remember, but adults have a problem with fiction. Yes, like we need everything to be explained to us. Yeah, like there tied needs up in to a little be, bow. Right, there needs to be something. Oh, there needs to be a reason for this, and a reason for that, and a reason for this. And we need fiction to make sense in a logical way. Um, and we tend to confuse the two, the difference between fiction and reality. We confuse them. Um, but children don't. Like, a, a child isn't going to watch The Little Mermaid and then go to the beach and be like, why are these crabs singing to me? Yeah. Like, yeah. what would life... What is this like? You know, and they don't watch The Little Mermaid and go, "Crabs don't sing." This is totally unrealistic. Right, and they don't right. go to the beach going, "Why aren't you singing?" You know, and but adults do. Yes, adults if watched a li- if watching a live action version of, you know, The Little Mermaid, they'd be like, "Why is this crab singing?" Yes, and why is he from Barbados? Yeah, or, or, or Jamaica or wherever. Sebastian why is this a Caribbean crab? Right. Why is he? Why is he Caribbean? But his name is Sebastian. Yeah, like, you know. <laughs> All those things. Yeah. All those things. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so, anyway, moving on. So, glasses. Glasses. It worked. Um, you know, you wear glasses. I do. You kind of look like that other guy. I do. Oh. I don't know what guy you're referring to. Neither do I. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> so, we get the hel- uh, Helgramite. Um, the Helgramite. Yes, we get the Helgramite. Yes. I like the explanation that he's basically a giant insect who can morph into anything. Yeah. Now the Helgramite in the Helgramite in comics is not an alien. No. Um, it's um, it's a guy named Roderick Rose, and he yes. kind of transforms into a grasshopper insectoid type mm-hmm. thing. So it's a very different version than what we're seeing. It's okay because yep. no. There's not a lot of people in the world going, I'm the Helgramite's biggest fan. Right. Like, I have a tattoo of him on my shoulder. <laughs> exactly. I know. mean, when when they announced that the Helgramite was going to be in the show, mm-hmm. I was like, I remember the name. And you were like, uh, sort of? Mm-hmm. Like, neither of us really were. were I've seen you. I've seen the name. I've yeah, seen you. you. Yeah, like, yeah. we remember the name. We remembered, like, uh, something about him. But Right. But, so, like, it was fine that they changed the origin because they're not attached to it. I don't so. really care. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I did... Very much like the effect that he had, though. His mouth open. It kind of reminded me of the vampires from Blade 2. Have you ever seen Blade 2? Oh, yes. yes. Um, It's very cool. Their mouth opens and the fangs come down. It was very, I really liked it a lot. And you could see the lines on the side of his face. Yes. Again, this realistic fiction thing where you're like, you can see where the mouth splits open. Exactly. Yeah. Good enough. Yeah. Works Um, for me. It does. I like the alien dude. Got it. Indeed. Um, I liked all that very much. Now, I know this is going to be a big deal for you. We get our first Berlanti flashback. 
trade yes. trade producer trademark, trademark flashbacks yeah. flashback but we yep. get to see krypton yes and, and not in a weird you know space hangar you know right 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 exactly yeah we get to see young kara reading up on helgramites um when allura comes in and well, tells she's not her. reading up on helgramites you're right you're right she's, she's reading something else because right. she's that kid you know she's that nerdy kid um, yeah, books for nerds that we can relate to. Just kidding. I love but books. Um, <laughs> books, books, mountains of books. Um, yeah. So, so she's she's reading, and Alora comes and explains to her exactly what Helgramites are, and she remembers this. Um, and this is what kind of puts it all in motion. The DEO is trying to figure out what we're looking at, and Kara is like, "Oh, I know this. I remember this most- is a thing. This is a thing, right?" You, I really wanted to talk about Krypton for a second, and you were like, "Yeah, we saw Krypton," and then he moved on. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's talk, I thought, let's I thought talk you, about yeah, the aesthetic yeah. choices that they made okay, on Krypton. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay, so um, we get a little bit. Well, one, we get a little bit of Allura backstory, a, not backstory per se, but we get a little character development from exactly. Allura, yes, yeah, there we go. Um, which is good, kind, warm. Jorel can't cook. Jorel can't cook. You know, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> it's so obvious that he wouldn't um so he's a scientist just, he's, scientists eat ramen they don't cook this just can you see like if it is like let's just imagine like Rus- the russell crow Jarrell or <laughs> the marlon brando Jarrell. like on the planet krypton we don't cook like just you don't cook Jarrell. <laughs> you don't want to stain your white robe um, whatever whatever so Krypton, I thought the the effect of the city and the sun and everything in the back was very good. Yes. I felt the living room was very, like, Star Trek Next Generation living room. Mm. You know what I mean? It just had that that feel to it. I was like, I'm watching... I'm watching science fiction on television. Right. That's that's what that room felt like to me. Um, We did get computer crystals. Did you notice that? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a Richard Donner, the Richard Donner classic. It's keeping, been Superman lore for a while. Keeping the crystal thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's managed to stay, you know, stick around for you know thirty plus thirty five yeah. plus years. Well, I think it's one of those things that you know, like when you see there's something about science. You know, technology becomes dated so quickly. Like if you watch Star Trek or Lost in Space or something like that, you're like, yeah, that's not how things work. Or you go, we have something that's way better than right. what you're doing right, right now already. But there's something about crystal technology. Like, you can't really decipher how it works. Exactly. And it's aesthetically pleasing and all these different things that kind of mold together to kind of make it almost as perfect. Um, it's, it's it's ancient and futuristic at the same time. Right. That's good. It's magical, but it's but it's scientific. It don't mm-hmm. quote air scientific. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, all those. I liked that part very much i didn't i hope that it's not every week where it's like you see a flashback and kara's and krypton i kind of hope we don't either she's like oh i remember this thing my mom told me i'm like you told us that last week right i hope it's not like every week like new villain breaks out of fort ross kara remembers something from when she was a kid well they're all they're they're all out of fort ross already no i know but it's not like you know what i'm saying i hope it's not like freak of the week and she remembers something from when she was 12 right exactly like well i don't think it's going to be freak of the week every week because well, we yeah. Well, I won't get there yet. Okay. So, so, okay. People listening obviously watch the show, so it's, <laughs> I want to spoil. Yeah, it. yeah. But but yeah, I, I do like the look of Krypton. I, I like. I also like how the Kryptonians, like Alora and Astra, both sort of speak 
a little more formally, which is kind of a traditional thing for the Kryptonian mm-hmm. people. Like they're always a bit up, a little more posh and a little more yeah, up more, here. Yeah. Yes, and and even if they don't sound British, they do speak with a certain gravitas. The Kelsey Grammar gravitas. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, the Kelsey Grammar gravitas. There mm-hmm. we go. The gravitas. The gra- <laughs> yeah. Um, the gravitammer. The gravitammer. No, I'm just going to go Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, you're right. And so, but anyway, moving on from there, we get a kryptonite training room. Yes. Which doubles as her fun little fortress room at the end. Did you notice yes. that? It's the same room. Yes, yeah. I did. <laughs> I was like, mm, that's the same room. Yeah. 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 It's like, the, well, you know what? They're aesthetically, you know, my rooms look the same in, in here go. too. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's all built that way. The same in the DEO bunker. It's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Rooms look the same. So. Um, but that was fun. I'm curious how Kryptonite works on this show. You know what I mean? Like, yes, okay. I have a couple questions about this as well. Yeah, because there were lit. There were. I'm not going to say inconsistent because maybe it's consistent for this new version that we're looking at. But mm-hmm. she didn't feel weakened until Alex turned on the Krypton, the Kryptonite right. emitters. Well, in the I room. think the point is that she doesn't feel weak, but it gets rid of her power. Right. It was. It was a low should level a, enough. It should just be a red sun. Yeah, you're right. Thing. Yeah, should, but yeah. but 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 we've seen like a kryptonite room before. Like that's been done in Smallville. That's true. Been, it's, yeah, but normally they're like, uh, the kryptonite. Yes, it, but this it was. Hurts me. But this was like there was like a dial where she could control. She said it was only eighteen percent. Right. So like that's why it didn't hurt her that much because it was How low do you level. Do that. Yeah. Maybe there's like emitters. lead filters or something like that. Where sure. it, again, the crabs are singing. Just yeah, saying, yeah. That, just that's saying. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. yeah, yeah. You have crabs and they're singing. Right. Yeah. So, um. The uh, yeah, that was there was that, and then later on there was there was Kryptonite with Astra, and she didn't feel it like when when Henshaw pulls out the the Kryptonite like dagger, she doesn't feel it until she gets stabbed. Yep. But then at the but vi- then she does feel it later it's when like, he, when you yeah. get pulled out of her, it's still in the room, and she's like, oh, it's still making me. I'm like, that eh, doesn't feel consistent. It's that- actually funny because I did out loud say she they pulled it out her at the end and out, and I was like. So she's not feeling that, right? And then she goes, oh, "I feel it, move it away." Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, right, and even when are. it's like far away from her, she's still like, "I can still feel it." Like, so apparently in this version, kryptonite only hurts you if you know it's there, and if you don't know it, <laughs> until you know it's there, you're fine. And then as soon as you find out, you're like, "Oh wait, yeah, no, I totally damn hurting." So I can only deduce that all Kryptonians are are just faking it. No, because yeah. <laughs> when they don't, yeah, no, that arm totally does hurt. Uh, yeah, hurts, oh, so, oh, oh, I can't donate blood. Or, is like, or they're hypochondriacs. Yeah. Or they're huge hypochondriacs. Yeah. Maybe they, they are. always think they're sick. Maybe yeah. they, you don't know that. Yeah, maybe they could be true. Um, Cryptochondriacs. Well, I, the the filter thing makes enough sense for me to be like, all yeah. right, yeah. I, you need a place for her to train. It's good. It's fine. Um, it may, it's cool. It's cool even. Um, but. You're right. It's like, although the he didn't really. Now, he didn't. Uh, we'll skip to the. Let's get to the instance we're talking about the kryptonite. When Hendra pulls out the knife, and when Hendra pulls out the knife and stabs her. Yeah. When she says, "You don't have anything that can hurt me," and he says, "You're so wrong," and stabs her. Badass. By yes. the way. Yes. So badass. So cool. Yeah. Great moment. Uh, and he stabs her in the arm. He didn't really give her enough time to even react to what it was. That's true. So maybe she was feeling ill, but didn't like, it's not enough time for me. Like, I feel ill. Hold on. I have to step off to the side for a second to really think about <laughs> how I feel I true, about yeah. this. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not enough time. It's not like he was holding it. And it's probably in some kind of lead thing. So they don't know that they have it. Okay. You fair. You know what I mean? Fair. That's always my assumption. When everyone has a, a concealed 
kryptonite weapon. I just always assume that it's cased in lead because that's what blocks. Okay. The I can radiation. buy that actually. I can tell. I, it's like in a lead sheath or something. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And so, okay, it has been boughten. Um The lead sheath reminded me. I don't know. Going back when she when Kara's trying to save the boat and she spills all the oil into the yes, um, which was. One a good way to screw up because yeah. it's an ecological thing, or yeah. you know, that's a hot topic right now. And I'm super here to eco terrorist in yeah, a single that, bound. Yeah, that's funny. That yeah. was funny. Um, I liked the effect of her moving the boat. Yes. Um, of like the way she was scraping the metal mm-hmm. and how it was bending and what that was very well done. I think I so thought. too because it's never you never really see that. Like it's always like, oh, he picked it up and he did it with his incredibly strong hands, but didn't crush it somehow. Like, right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So this is good. This is like physics. A little this more realism like you moved there. Yeah. It like this. My yeah. first thought was like, why don't you just push it? Right. But yeah. But she might just go right through the hole. Right. You know, she doesn't. Your crabs I... are talking again. They are. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, before we move on, uh, I want to talk about somebody else who's awesome. Uh, this episode of Super Well, my Bowl... name is. T- oh, sorry. No, 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 no. No, sorry. Not. No. You're, you're, you're great, though. I support this show. You're great. You're so awesome. I support it. We love you. This episode of Supergirl TV Talk is also brought to you in part by InStockTrades.com and DCBService.com. You know them. You love them. We're so thrilled to have them back again. InStock Trades and Discount Comic Book Service are the best places online to buy your weekly comics and your collected editions. You can always save up to 42% on DC, Marvel, Dark Horse, Image, comic book purchases. And now you could even save up to 70% uh, on some titles as part of their clearance event at InStockTrades.com. Pretty amazing. I always like to recommend a book at this point, and my pick for this week is Superman, Batman, uh, Volume 1, Trade Paperback. That includes the kind of the first arc and then the second arc, which is the Supergirl arc cool. uh, by by Jeff Loeb and Michael Turner. I didn't know we were recommending books. I oh, feel, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I recommend Lock and Key. Nice. Because it's awesome. It is awesome. Stephen King's son wrote it. That's right. He's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. Yep. Um, put out by IDW. It's good stuff. It's not for good the book. Fa- it's not for the not faint, faint of heart, heart at but it's all. a great book. And they're, no they're way both related to Supergirl. Yeah, and and you can always get these books like like this Super Superman Batman one forty five percent off ten ninety nine, awesome deal for Boom. for two trades in one uh, essentially for ten ninety nine. Uh, love the the Supergirl from Krypton story arc that's in there. Beautiful interior art by Michael Turner. One of the few times he's ever done interior art other, other than covers. Um, so beautiful, beautiful for work. DC for DC. Yes specifically um and if you are like us and you like to read your comics digitally you can actually get five percent back on your digital purchases when you link your comiXology or your my digital comics account to your dcbs account so just be sure to do all your shopping at those sites through the dcbs website and you'll get credits towards your next dcbs purchase five percent not bad Uh, so visit them online at instocktrades.com and dcbservice.com that's dcb service as in discount comic book service and we thank InStock Trades and DCBS for sponsoring Supergirl TV Talk again. Thank you. Thank you guys. So <clears throat> let's uh let's let's get to the uh kind of the heart of the episode. So we've got a few lessons being taught here, right? Kat is is teaching Kara lessons about mm-hmm. about taking it slow and the the uh um ad br- uh, the uh learning curve and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um you've got said about I wrote take a drink. Ding. Yep, exactly. Um, Yep, um, and we get Kat's uh, backstory a little bit. We get a little bit of origin. Yeah, we get a lot of origin stories. A lot of origin stories. You notice yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we get a bunch of origin stories. This, uh, you know, I worked my way up from Perry White's assistant, and blah blah blah. That was really. Oh, is that where she said Lois Lane? She says that she wants to scoop the planet, and she doesn't want Clark Kent and Lois Lane to get another another exclusive. Uh, that I must have been writing Cat equals indirect mentor. 
Okay, narrow, yes. real comic origin story. Totally. Yeah. Totally. That, yes. It's basically. Yes, yeah. I totally agree. I must have been writing down when she said that, but that's okay. Yeah. No. So you're here to tell me. Thanks. So you've got the stronger together theme of Kara, Kara um, pulling together Wynn and, and James. You've got the stronger together of uh, her using Kat as a mentor. Mm-hmm. You've got Astra literally saying we're stronger together mm-hmm. to the Helgrimites. Um You've got her working, Kara working more with Alex and relying on Alex as a, as a mentor in that way. So mm-hmm. lots of stronger together things here. Even James relying on Kara when he said, when you know he's like, uh, "What am I going to do? I can't, I can't pull it, call the pull the Superman card mm-hmm. already, even though Kat's telling me to. I can't, you know, what am I going to do?" And Kara's like, "I'll do the interview. I can help you. We're stronger together." Stronger. House of L symbol means. Than yesterday. Did not think this was going to take a Britain Britney turn, I'll be honest. Um, but the, the House of L symbol we found out means stronger together. It's, mm-hmm. it's a sentence that's their motto as well as their, that's why it's their coat of arms. Right. Which makes sense because even here, like, coat of arms have mottos on them. So, like, that that checks out. Yep. She says that I actually wrote down what the coat of arms means since we're talking about it. It means El Mayara. El Mayara. El Mayara, meaning stronger together. And today on Twitter, Andrew Kreisberg uh, tweeted that. He made up that phrase, and he just liked the way it sounded. Sweet. So glad that somebody out there was like flipping through every comic. That I know, I right? I'm like, where is it? It's like I, yeah. I just wrote it. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, good. It sounds nice. Yeah, I know. I mean, fit the aesthetic of the show. It and, did. It did. Or what it was talking about, not the aesthetic, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, fits the whole theme. Yeah. Um, I like that Cat believes that she has to be tough to prove herself. That informs a lot about her character. She says women have to work twice as hard to be to be recognized like half as much. You know, and she's not wrong. No, it's true. And she's it's like, sad but that's true. it's sad but true. And that's that's this character gained a lot of points in my book apart from last week because it was very much like a, oh I'm the best and I'm Cat Grant and I'm better than you and blah blah mm-hmm, blah and mm-hmm. she's still like that but you're giving her reason to be like that and yes, exactly. like she's been burned and now she's got this nice wall up and Supergirl's gonna punch through the wall metaphorically speaking precisely you know all good things like that um okay all Kryptonians have blue heat vision. Can we talk about that? Yeah, so... Like, I thought it was a nice aesthetic choice for her last week, and now I'm watching it with everybody. Yeah, so I thought that it was blue in that moment because it was, like, it was particularly hot, and it was, like, blue hot, right? We talked about how, like, it mm-hmm. gets... Talked about the physics hotter, of right. heat, yeah. Right. Um, physics? But chemistry. Physics. physics. Stars. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know what I mean? Like... That's that's why like there's blue stars, there's red stars, and 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 the the you know red red is not as hot as a blue star or a white star. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it was like a momentary thing, but I guess that's just in this version of the story. They just all have blue. That's what people li- looks like. I like it. I, like I it. think I think it's, it's got a cool a, choice. I think it's got a really cool look to it. You and got the red the, glowing the eyes. The red glowing eyes, and then it burns. Yeah, uh, red up there. I like it, and it differentiates from every other version I saw. But I just thought for whatever reason that it's like it was just her. And it okay. kind of threw me back to watch other Kryptonians okay. also have that blue heat vision. Again, don't dislike it in any way. I was just like, oh, okay, this is what we're going with. Okay, that's fine. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was interesting when they when Astra and Kara were fighting, um, how like the the heat vision beams like met in the middle, like they were like lightsabers clashing. Yes. That I always wonder, you know, like if I was to stay I'm standing right across from you right now. Yes. If we were to be like Laser vision fight. One, yeah. two, three, go. Boom. Yeah. What are the odds of us actually hitting each other's beams? Yeah. It's also like... <laughs> because... To get back into crab territory. Yeah. It's like, if it's heat, 
then like two beams of heat wouldn't like bounce off each other like that. But whatever, I'll let it go. Um, even if it were lasers, like laser is just light. Like laser would just the beams of light don't like bounce off each other like that either. But it's it's it is what it is. It looked cool. It looked damn cool. Uh, this fight scene was the one place where I thought the wire work looked kind of fake. I was like, ah, they're just kind of like swinging back and forth there, um, kicking at each other. But, I but again, I thought parts of it, but there were other parts of that fight. There were parts that looked awesome that were amazing. And are we? We're not there yet, so we're not at that fight yet. Well, okay, fine, but but yeah, like let, let's let's talk let's talk uh, major deja vu. <laughs> let's let's talk real quick about because the only like I think story beats that we've we've really missed so far yeah. are the the um the win and and James stuff. Yes, um, yeah, we can go back to that. I, there, I just wrote down classic pet save. LOL. Oh yeah, the snake, snake, the snake. What fluffy. the snake fluffy? fluffy. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I loved that. That was great. Um, snakes. Why do it have to be snakes? <laughs> um, okay, so let me let me go through these things a little bit so we can get to this fight. Okay, we, cool. Yeah, we're running out of time. Cool, cool. Um, Kara and Alex have a heart to heart. Do they have that every episode? Is that going to be the thing that we do? It's true, it is two episodes and and two heart to hearts like that. Yeah, give me two things. Okay, just one. Just checking. Um, how many conversations does Kara spy on with her super hearing? Because she listened in on the conversation with Kat and James. Yep. And I was like, how often do you do that? Like, More than you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, why does the director of the DEO, Hank Henshaw, go out on missions? You're the director. Why are you going out on missions? <laughs> He's just so down with the people. Your you know? job is to sit behind the desk and like order people <laughs> around. Why are you out there shooting a gun and like driving the car? Like, I want to point out he was the head of the CIA in Homeland, and now here he is. I know. Yeah. Head of the DEO doing it, doing missions. Oh yeah. Um, Jimmy Olsen's origin story, comic accurate. Ching. Um, yes, true. Alert and Astra are twins. Yes. Ching, which is cool. Yes, uh, which I mean, it's the same actress, so obviously, but it's I, still yeah. cool. Um, I can't read my own handwriting. So anyway, we're at the fight now, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, Tim reading his own handwriting corner. Yeah. Super hearing comes with. Something cool. Addresses. It comes with addresses. Addresses. That's what I wrote because she was listening for Al- Alex gets captured, right? And so she's yeah. listening. Oh, for and she's like, I, I got it. her. She's on the corner. Of blah 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 blah. And I'm yes. like, but you just heard that. Yes. You didn't see her. So like, how do you know that address? Right. Super hearing comes with addresses. Okay. That's just fair point. Yeah. Fair point, All good right. sir. Did you notice, by the way, since we're speaking of addresses, there was like Donner Avenue. I did notice and, that. And the the chemical plant is the um, the creator of Supergirl there. Um, yeah, Plastino. Uh, El Plastino. El yes. Plastino. Yeah, yep. Plastino Chemical. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There were there were uh, at least at least one other. Um, somebody somebody um, <sighs> tweeted at us this week. I wish I could remember who it was. I apologize if you're listening. Uh, tweet at me again, and I'll. I'll, I'll Make sure you get credit. Somebody tweeted at us and pointed out that there was a Gates and Eigel um, in the pilot, like like a, a street corner of Gates and Eigel. Yeah, I missed that. Yeah, me too. I totally watched missed that, that pilot like four five times. times. I know. Yeah, <laughs> you watch it five times. You watch it without me. I think I must have watched it like five you times. Watch yeah. it without me. Yeah, yeah. Mo- Mo- I watched it with you once. Dude. Podcast over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, That's true. Uh, we someone, someone, did watch it once. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, someone someone pointed out. I thought it was pretty cool. So. Uh, they're, they've been doing a lot of the fan service, little little subtle ones. Indeed. Um, so this fight, there was a, one part of the fight that I thought was amazing. And it's when Astra punches Kara into a beam and the beam bends in the yes. wall. That effect was 
magnificent. It was perfect, yeah. For, it was awesome. It was a perfect blend of CG. And it was a perfect blend of CG and practical. And, and practical. Yeah. Um, and they did that. There's a lot of nice like moments where she gets hit and they fly in there on the ground. And there's, they get around this idea of like high special effect by quick cuts and the way that they do super speed. And yes. it's really it's really well thought out mm-hmm. all the way around. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that we're introduced to Astra and Supergirl right off the bat. But now we also know there's another villain in the shadows. We don't know who it is. Um. I'm calling Maxwell Lord right here. Ching. Mm. Um, but it's very interesting. It's very interesting that we get what we think is the big bad, and then we're immediately like, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true, true. Um, couple, couple quick notes here that I took down. Uh, Purd Happily is National City's newsman. Did you notice that? I did. <laughs> I did. From Parks and Rec. That yep. was incredible. I heard his voice Actually, early in the episode, and I was uh, like, that's funny. It kind of sounds like Pert Happily. And then they showed his face later, and I was like, oh, my God. My friend, while we were recording this, my friend Dan literally texted me, Pert Happily oh, is, nice. is in National City yes. in the middle of us recording awesome. this. So, hey, Dan. But, awesome. uh, yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, so Pert Happily yeah. was one thing. Um, we got a little hint of Henshaw's tortured past. Yeah, I liked that. Kara I, asked I him used like to have a family. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh there's also like we're we're already going to the very classic He's also kind of sassy. He's yeah. kind of sassy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but we also have the classic kind of super scenario of the hero's loved one being kidnapped, right? It was Alex that they kidnapped and right. not anybody else. But she takes out Helgramite. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And then she was so. yeah. She said she's got she knows what she, she can take care of herself. Up. Yeah. Girl can take care of herself. Yeah. She didn't need to be rescued in the same she's sense. She's not as, a damsel in distress. That's in right. In any sense. That's good. Correct. Um and then a- Astra doesn't just want to kill, she's here to save Earth. Aren't they all? But she specifically said she doesn't just want to kill humans. She's here to save us. So I wonder what that means. Does that mean making us all slaves into a new Kryptonian colony? Like what does it mean? What does it all mean, Tim? I don't know. Don't know. It's it's point. She's she did say that she's here to save everyone, but that's like one of those like the hero, the villain always thinks they're the hero of the story. Yeah, that's you true. Know, that's true. That's that's just the that's just the classic. It's true, but it does hint at like what what is her plan? Like what what does she consider saving the planet? That's what right. I would like to know. I'm right. just curious because it is hinting at something. Indeed. Yep. Um, we're in the time. So we're we'll, good. Uh, are we are. We, I'm reading it upside down. So we're at 96 minutes, right? <laughs> yeah. No, not quite. No. Oh. Uh, let's 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 roll yeah. through. So we've got uh, we've got uh, Astra still able to fly with the Kryptonite dagger. Dagger. We talked about that already. Mm-hmm. Um, that sometimes the Kryptonian the Kryptonite seems to hurt. Sometimes it doesn't. Not not totally consistent. Um, I like that. Car remembered. She remembered. Uh, she remembered Kat's lesson about like you know I'm gonna I'm not gonna do this alone right and she also remembered Alex's lesson about like how to fight use the other person's strength yeah that against was good them. that was because nice, that was a nice toss we talked about it yeah. we talked about it last week like she was getting her butt kicked mm-hmm. by Vartox right it just completely she couldn't fight and here she got the fighting lesson she needed yep and but Alex even Alex even said in the show exactly what I said last week like your swing is way too yes. big like yes. yeah just leaving yourself wide open for an attack exactly. Um, quick jabs, quick, quick, quick jabs. jabs. Um, exactly. Um, so at the end, we get that little uh, the uh, fortress room yeah, thing. We, we get our fortress little room with a crypto ghost, Ching. Yep. Um, you yep. know, yep. So classic, it's classic Superman mythology. Exactly. I yeah. think this is going to be her fortress of solitude. 
you inside know, I, the DEO. Yes. Which is fine. Um, she, they did say that Superman has a Fortress of Solitude. They did say Fortress of Solitude. They, yes, they did. Um, and I was, how, does the the, how does the DEO know that? That he has that? Yeah. Because they know everything, man. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, great. Um, they know everything. Yeah, all right. That's fine. Just seemed like a play Superman sharing information like that. But Superman also sat down with Lois Lane in his first interview. He's like, well, these are the things that can hurt me in numerical order. Yeah. You know, like, so. <laughs> Magic, kryptonite. Yeah. Quick. Superman, not the smartest yeah. guy always. He's really smart, but not always Very the honest. smartest. Just too yeah. honest. Yeah. Uh, but I, I did I did like that. Um, I, I think that she will probably be going to Allura for help, for advice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because she asked for already for like some, you know, and Astra. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a it's good source I, of knowledge. I actually liked her switch on that because she was like, "Can I ask for a hug?" And, I know, and he was like, "I'm not I programmed don't to do, do that." that. Yeah. And she's like, "Fine, screw it. Then tell me about my answer. yeah, exactly. You know, like, fine, I'm gonna be tough now. Like, it doesn't matter. That's yeah, yeah. fine. I'm over it. It was so I'll just hug nobody because I'll kill them if I hug them too hard. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> um, she just goes to like a. I don't know, like a glacier tries to hug the glacier. <laughs> You're the only thing that won't break if I hug you. Ooh, polar yeah. bear. Yeah. <laughs> um, Henshaw's glowing red eyes. Yeah. All right. So I don't. There's a. I have a couple of ideas okay. about this. Hit me. One that was very cool. Actually, I, had to re- I actually rewound it just to watch it. And so, a couple theories. One that's not that's not him mm. because it's not Hank Henshaw because he has this whole thing in the beginning about not calling her Supergirl. And then he says, well, it's a Supergirl save the day or whatever. And and Alex says, um, oh, I, I won't tell, tell you, you said, said that. that. And he says, I appreciate that. And then walks away. Maybe that's not him. Maybe, maybe. he got replaced or something like that. So it's not character growth, not him getting fond of her. It's just someone else. I, maybe it's somebody okay. else. That's totally. one theory. I like, okay. that. I like that. Theory number two. It's, he's already a cyborg. He's he's already cyborg Superman. Yeah. Or that... something like that. Yep. That thought came to me like maybe this is the beginning of his transition. Something is already happening to him that's Or maybe he's already maybe this maybe he's like a terminator. You Ooh, know? okay. You know, like that style, like, you know, f- f- fleshy flesh on top and right. okay. belly metal on the bottom. <laughs> Part of uh, the bottom. Um, yep. And so scientific terms. And my thought I just threw this out to my friend Don't know. I was like, Martian Manhunter. So obviously the Martian Somebody else said yeah, that on Twitter too. They were obviously <laughs> the Martian Manhunter. He's like, it's not the Martian Manhunter. I'm like, oh but it is. <laughs> Oh, but it is. Oh, but it is. Yes. Wouldn't that be kind of cool if the? I mean, I don't think it is, but how cool would it be if the Martian Manhunter was like, "Yeah, I run the DEO where we hunt down other, um, we hunt down other, other aliens because he's the Martian Manhunter. That's that, awesome. If Hank Henshaw is the Martian Manhunter, that is like the most brilliant deception. It's like, a brilliant deception. Yeah, yeah, that would be amazing. I'd be totally on board for that. That's a cool credit. What greater way to do your job? than to, like, run the organization that is supposed to do your job. Like, you know, so... No, it's true. It's true. I don't... Honestly, I don't think that's it. I, I don't think... I don't think so either. No. But, I, but that is a cool idea. I think it's more likely that he is either... Either is or was infected or is you know, being... being uh you know, occupied by someone who is either from Fort Ross or something like that, mm. and they are using the DEO to get rid of their enemies... Like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Deo is right. is the enemy of his enemy. But the Helgramite wasn't an enemy. Uh, we don't know that. We don't know what this whatever. I'm saying, just go with this, with this, okay. if, if this theory, total okay. theory. Yep. If this person maybe has something against the Helgramite, has something against everybody, he or he just wants power and needs to kill everybody else so he can reign supreme or whatever it might be. Right on. 
it might mean fighting Astra as well. Yeah. Okay. You know? Or he just has to kill the Helgrimite to keep up the appearance that he's from the DEO. That, you know, whatever whatever that, that pans out to be. It could be something like that, where he's being taken over by some other entity or, or, or replaced by some other entity. All right. I accept that. I accept your premise, and I wish to subscribe to your newsletter. Thank you. Oh, mm-hmm. that's right. Well, subscribe to my podcast. That'll, right, well, that'll do it. Yeah, good. Um, if you guys have theories on that, I actually really want to hear some of your theories. We'll read them and follow up next week. Um, your your Henshaw theories of why why the glowing red eyes. Mm. Um, what else? What else? And then, well, the very end is just the Astra. It then Astra with the mysterious person who we already kind of talked about. Um, yes. And so nothing else really. Something. I, who do you think that is? Maxwell Lord. I shouted it like five minutes ago. Okay. Um, I don't know. I really. That's just my. Maybe. That's the only thing I have to go on because I have an assumption that the show is going to make Maxwell Lord evil because humanitarians are evil in the yeah. cosmic universes. So, you, so you're not. So you're not concerned with the fact that he didn't look like. You didn't see him. Sure he did. No, you didn't. He sure was he all did. in shadow. Yeah, but you saw his face. You saw his body. I saw his. No, I didn't see his face. Sure he did. It was in shadow, but like not, it wasn't completely in shadow. No, like your, I can see your face right now. Okay, <laughs> like <laughs> I did not see his face. Okay, I, you could you could see you could see enough to, to it see that it's a different sound. Actor, it didn't right? sound like him. I will okay. totally grant you that. Okay, maybe it's not. Maybe it's Zod. I don't know. So like that, maybe it's non Zod or non. Yeah. crossed my mind. Yeah, more okay. non because I know he because we've he heard he's going to be in the show. Right, non crossed my mind for that reason. Yeah. And they did say he's not going to be the same kind of non we've seen before. Then maybe he's non. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think I thought non yesterday. Okay. And Maxwell Lord was what I thought of today because mm. we only like saw him crop up this like okay. one little time. It would make more sense for it to be non. I'm thinking it's non. Yeah. I am. Not just because I love non bread and it's a delicious, delicious kind of bread, but because. <laughs> oh, you're so, yeah. no, so funny. I know. Dead um, jokes. Dead jokes all around. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to say I'll go with non. None. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Cool. Um, and then we get this little uh, cat on the way to Supergirl yeah. interview because maybe she she remembered the good advice and she was like, you know what, I owe you. And yeah. I owe James. Yeah. And yeah. All these different things and all that leading up to um, a nice little interview where her car suspension will be broken. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's funny. She got in the car. And she didn't even notice there was no driver in the car. Yep. And I'm sure the driver who was like back on the ground is like, "Oh my god, I'm so fired." Yep. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Poor guy. Oh man, poor guy. Um, talk about the trailer for next week. Sure. Um, we saw a little bit of stuff to come, not too much. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be an expose on Supergirl. Looks like it's going somewhere like yes. that. We see Reactron as yes. the villain, which is cool. Supergirl. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Interesting that we got Reactron. I thought he they like hold him back yeah, a little no, bit. But early um, on. Early on, which is cool. And uh, we got the line, stop telling people who you are. Yes. Yeah. So I'm interested to know who else is going to find out. I want to ask her if she can go and say that to Oliver Queen. Stop telling people who because, you are. God, Oliver. Oliver um, hasn't told anybody who he was this in season. like six months. <laughs> yeah, it's a really long time. No, he's a lot of restraint for him. Longer than I've told people who I am. That's true. Hi, and you wear glasses. Tim. I do exactly. <laughs> yeah. My point. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Point All taken. Right. Yes. Yes. The point is well seen. Yes. Yeah. You made that joke last week. I know. Yeah. It's still <laughs> it's still relevant. Yeah. Related. <laughs> um. Well, Tim, it's been a blast. Uh, anybody who wants to uh, find us on the internet, please follow us at uh, TV Supergirl on Twitter. I almost said at Beer with Geeks. That's our other show. Um, find us at Beer with Geeks. That's a great show that we do every week. Um, but 
uh, at TV Supergirl on Twitter, SupergirlTVTalk at gmail.com, SupergirlTVTalk.com. Uh, those are all the best places to find us. iTunes, uh, if you if you use the Overcast app for podcasts, please just uh, go ahead and uh, swipe to the left and, and leave us a, a recommend. Click that star button um, to recommend us. Those really help a lot. iTunes reviews also help a lot. Ratings and reviews. Um, if you want to just leave us five stars or even write a little review, we appreciate that. Tim, you have one? I have uh-huh. I have a couple, actually, uh-huh. that let's, I'd like to read. Let's go ahead. Um, I have uh, Up, Up, and Away by McMerlin. What? I haven't written a review yet. Well, here it goes. Listen to these guys. Seriously. These guys from Beer with Geeks offer the best offering for Supergirl podcasting and DC TV talk out there. Great interviews, great rapport, and a healthy serving of super family knowledge. Keep going, gentlemen. Scott from the Suicide Squadcast. Thank you, Scott. So. Scott and Tim from the Suicide Squadcast are, are good uh, podcasting buddies of ours, and mm-hmm. uh, we appreciate that. Yep, yep, yep. I also have one from actually I have one from Tim, I would assume, right under it. I can't get oh. I can't get over how great this show is by Alan Fire, which is we know to be Tim. All right. I started listening to Supergirl TV Talk when it launched several months back, and now that the T V series is finally here, the show is even better. That much nope, I read that wrong. The show is even that much more fun to listen to. Frank and Tim have a great banter throughout, and this will become a must listen to uh, become a must listen to show for you. That's okay, Tim. We won't judge you for your grammatical error. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like the polarity was being reversed, like Tim reading a Tim review. Yeah, it's so, like, it's yeah. so I can't handle yeah. it. And I have one more review. Um, five stars, two exclamation points from K Woods eighty nine. Absolutely love it. Simple to the point. I also love the review. Thank you. Thank you, K Woods. Thank you, K Woods. Thank you, everybody, for your charming and lovely reviews. Even those of you who just left the five stars, um, that really helps. Yeah, us that helps us there. a lot. That helps a lot. We were in the top. We are in the top fifty uh, TV and film podcasts on iTunes. And that's because of you guys. That's because you're yes, listening. Amazing. That, yeah. that was a huge honor for us. We want to stay there. So my please mom keep, was very proud. My of mom me. was proud too. Yeah. Um, please, you know, listen to the show, but but do send us those those ratings and reviews because they help a lot. And they help get us out there. We're the number one Supergirl podcast on iTunes, and that's because of you guys. So thank you so much. Number one on, on the Overcast app as well. So all because of you guys. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll be back next week to talk about yet another installment in the Supergirl uh, saga. Indeed. Okay. Well, Bye, guys. Until next time. Up, up, and away.